Connecticut has announced its first positive case of coronavirus involving a resident of the state. Connecticut had already reported two hospital employees tested positive for the virus, but they were counted in New York's numbers because they are New York residents. We're joined live on the news line now by Senator Richard Blumenthal. And, uh, Senator, thank you very much for joining us. What uh, can you tell us about the situation in Connecticut? This first case in Connecticut involving a Wilton resident between 40 and 50 years old, and by the way, he's under treatment right now in a hospital, shows the need for really robust federal action, which has been lacking and lagging, especially in providing tests. They've been promised, but so far unprovided. The effective way to stop the spread of this potentially deadly epidemic is to test anybody who's been in contact or infected by this disease, and that's what we need. But so far, the federal government has failed to provide the test. So what are you calling on the federal government to do? The federal government needs to fulfill its promise. I sat with the vice president just earlier this week, last Tuesday, and he promised that the tests would be here in Connecticut and elsewhere around the country. So far, they're nowhere to be found. And as a result, we have no concept about the extent of this potential epidemic right now. The cases are likely to increase dramatically, even soar, especially in Fairfield County, which is a potential hotspot near to Westchester, where there are so many cases. And that's why we need effective testing. Are you hearing stories of people being denied uh, tests because they don't meet certain criteria? We're hearing stories from uh, healthcare providers, hospitals, and state officials that so far have not received the test. The president is saying anybody who wants a test can have one. Not everyone who wants a test necessarily needs one, but they're not available for even the people who need them, and we need them desperately. What's your message to Connecticut residents who are wondering what to do at this point? The main message is preparedness prevents an epidemic. Uh, facts defeat fear. We need the hard, real facts. And in the meantime, people should take precautions about not hugging, not shaking hands, not going to close large crowds if they can avoid them, and simply show common sense. But in the meantime, they deserve the kinds of tests that will show the real extent and spread of this disease, and potentially it could be very, very wide. But again, we are expecting this kind of spread, and so nobody should panic. And uh, what is your role as a public servant? Uh, You've you've talked about uh, the messaging from the White House, but what do you believe your role is in a situation such as this one? Part of my role is to guarantee that federal resources are available, which we did this past week with an eight Point three billion dollar package, an emergency supplemental, which, by the way, was totally, and I mean totally bipartisan, uh, which is a good thing. And those resources will provide reimbursement to state and local officials for the expenses of local health departments, state labs, uh, hospitals, healthcare providers, but also development of a vaccine and new therapeutics to treat this illness and also global health efforts because we're threatened by 
the spread globally as well in, in this country. So resources and investment are important, but also education and other kinds of uh, increasing awareness is part of our public responsibility. But essentially, it has to be truth-telling, not political rhetoric or happy talk, magical thinking. And uh, finally, yesterday, Governor Lamont said that uh, the virus knows no state boundaries. Fair to say Connecticut will have many more cases? Connecticut certainly will have many more cases. That's what the public health experts and scientists are telling me. That's to be expected. We knew it was coming. And so the nearness to Westchester, this virus has no respect for state boundaries. And we need to be even more vigilant and vigorous in our fight against it. Senator Richard Blumenthal, thank you very much for taking time to speak with us today. Thank you, John.